Chicken. Of course, me and Brother Ed, we was already ready to cancel the services over at Landmark. Just get out on chicken, amen. <clears throat> Somebody said the reason Baptists like chickens is because that rooster crowed on Peter and they're trying to get rid of all the chickens, amen. I don't know about that. <clears throat> I commented a little bit last night about faith in the message last night about tending to faith. Yeah. Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, 
if we walk in the light, as He's in the light, there's no 50 shades of gray with God. Right. We walk in the light, He's in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Amen. And the blood of His Son Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The reason I'm quoting that, you know what that means about walking in the light? His Word <clears throat> is a lamp unto my feet. Amen. And a light of my path. Right. I hide in my heart that I might not sin against God. Amen. The path of the judge is as a shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. Amen. Say that book. Amen. The of His Word give a flight. Have all the life you want. We got 66 books. And I'm telling you, buddy, you talk about stuff. This thing is stuffed with good things from God. Amen. <clears throat> God said, I know my thoughts concerning you, they're good, not evil. I'm telling you, you'll learn about God. You'll learn about how much He loves you. You'll learn about how much a price He paid. Like Brother Rick just sung there. Our name's in the book. He's the one put it in there. That's right. April 27th, 1988. He said, that sorry low down head weight, that drunk, that scoundrel. Hey, he got a bone and pardon. I don't want to forget. I'm putting his name down here in the book. Hey, Amen. Man. That's right. Bible said in John chapter 10, he called the sheep by name. They know his voice. I'm telling you, you'll learn about him, glory to God. Well, I ain't going to chase no rabbits tonight. Second Kings Chapter number four, we're not going to Mark tonight. We've been preaching Mark two nights. We're going to Second Kings tonight. Lord stirred my heart this morning about this thought. And uh, I like it. I like it so much. I said, speak on, Lord. Second Kings chapter four. We'll read them seven verses there and then we'll stop. Now there cried, Second uh, Kings chapter four verse one. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, "Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him." My two sons to be bondsmen, be bondmen. Elisha saith, Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? Getting kind of personal there. She said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go. Borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Boy, I like that. Borrow not a few. When thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all of those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. There's so much preaching in this. I have to admit it's about jumping off the page. <laughs> So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. I like those three words, she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, 
Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There's not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, Go sell the oil. Pay thy debt. Live thou and thy children of the rest. We'll stop our reading right there. We're preaching tonight on the crying widow. Father, we ask your blessings, Lord, upon this service tonight. Thank you for that good singing, Lord. Appreciate Brother Rick singing that song about the record book. Lord, it, it's precious, Lord, to know that our names are wrote down in heaven. Your disciples came to you. And Lord, they's rejoicing, saying, Even the devils are subject unto us in thy name. And you said, Rejoice not that the devils are subject to you in my name, but rejoice rather that your names are written down in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for writing our names down. Thank you, Lord, you're such a good shepherd, Lord. You're such a friend that sits close and a brother. You're such a friend that loves at all times. You're a friend, Lord, that can be counted upon. Lord, you, you won't let no one down. Lord, you've carried me most of my life. Lord, here I am. starting to turn 70 years old. Lord, and I look back and I see all the valleys you brought me through. I see all the troubles, Lord, you got me through. And I thank you, Lord, for that unseen hand. I thank you, Lord, for that mercy that's new every morning. I thank you for those compassions that fail not. I thank you, Lord, that you're with me, Lord. I'm telling you, I can reach out, Lord, and feel you so close. What a blessing it is to know you personally as Lord and Savior, Lord. Help me be a blessing tonight to your children. Help me to honor you, Lord. I have no greater desire. I'm nothing, Lord, but nothing plus God is something. And I pray you'd take this nothing tonight, Lord, and put your blessing upon it. In Jesus' name we ask it, Lord. Amen. Amen. Crying widow. Do you notice she's a widow? My husband's dead. That, that makes her a widow. That's where you get that there in verse number 1. She's a widow. James chapter 1 verse 27 says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father. Did you get that? Is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. I want you to know, God doesn't forget the widow. They're tender to His heart. Amen. The disciples' numbers were increasing and multiplying. But there arose a murmur against them from the Grecians. And here's what it was. Because their widows were being neglected. I just wonder today if we're neglecting the widows. That's Acts chapter 6 verse 1. Brother Rick, first thing they had was a business meeting. They appointed seven deacons to take care of this problem. Verse 5. And those seven deacons did help. I, I got three deacons. Got one with me tonight, Brother Ed. Boy, I'll tell you what, I thank God, Brother Ed, he's always got my back. Appreciate him. A deacon's a real help to the workmen. Those deacons allowed those apostles to stay with the Word of God and not serve yeah. tables, allowed them pray, read, study, teach, preach the Word of God. Deacon's a big help. Hey, I thank God for Brother Ed. I got two younger deacons. I thank God for them. Yeah. But I tell you, I appreciate Brother Ed. He's, when we had that COVID going on, <laughs> we didn't want to shut the doors of the church. Well, we got it bad. We just don't like shutting doors. I'll tell you right now. We kept the doors up. We just knew we was going to get in trouble. But there wasn't nobody there. Me and him, I can't 
can't sing a lick. But we tried to sing like there's a hundred people there. We sung that song, Won't It Be Wonderful There? We finally got where it could halfway sound like a song, you know what I mean? But there wasn't nobody there but me and him. When I first came over, Brother Ed had a pistol laying beside him. I didn't know if he was going to shoot me or a turn. But I'll tell you what, it's good to know that he's going to protect his preacher, amen, his pastor. I appreciate Brother Ed. He tell you something, but there's a real devil down here. And if you're doing anything worthwhile, you and the devil get on a first name basis like I mentioned last night. You'll find out if you're doing anything worth doing, the devil's going to try to stop. He's going to try to mess it up. going to try to, uh, you know, bring some kind of problem into it. Let's tell you right now. That old devil will cause problems if you let him. The Bible says not to give no place to the devil. That's right. I think Brother Rick Simon was giving the whole place. Amen? Yeah. Read there about the church there in Revelation where he's addressing the seven churches. And the Lord had a lot said about the devil in those seven churches. One of them, he said, I know where his seat is. Other he called the synagogue of Satan. I'm just telling him, yeah. you got to guard against the devil because he wants in. That's right. Jesus chose 12. And he said, have I not chosen you 12 in John chapter 6 and one of you is the devil? Hey, he's the one that created it all. If there's a devil, he created it. I just want you to understand. There's nothing created he didn't make. That's right. He made it all. He said, I treat white bones, I treat good people. Yeah. I tell you, buddy. But you know what? He had to be betrayed. Peter wouldn't go betray him. I mean, he did deny him, but he wouldn't betray him. Lord, I mean everybody left me cut here all day, man. Yeah. But he had to be betrayed. That devil went into Judas, even though Judas was the devil, I believe the devil said, let me have this and I'll take care of this. Amen. But the Bible does say the devil entered into Judas. He sold him 30 pieces of silver and I'm chasing rabbits, so I'm going back where I was. Amen. But they had a business meeting, pointed seven deacons there in Acts chapter 6, verse 5. Let me say this. The Bible says God is a God to the widows and the fatherless Psalms chapter 68 verse 5. Yes. He loves with us. Yes, he, does. he said in Jeremiah 49 verse 11 let thy widows trust in me. Yeah. That's why this certain woman went to that man of God. She had some ground to stand on. Well let's get on with this preaching here tonight. I just something I want to throw out there for you about widows. And uh, you know, brother Rick mentioned about his last aunt. I'm just going to guess she's probably a widow in a nursing home. Y'all are to get about five widows in your division. That's right. You're going to know that they're loved. Yes. Mary will something. My pastor used to stop by KFC and get a two-piece chicken dinner, one for him, one for this widow on Cherry Street. He goes and spend a day with her. Boy, you talking about holy ground. Go over and spend a day with her, try to encourage her. And with us, I tell you what, God don't forget them. We shouldn't either. I know you can't tend to all of them. Sure, pick you out one or two. So I'm gonna, I, t- I tend to Sister Bonnie. I talked to her today. She's just recovering from, from surgery. I don't know if she's listening tonight. But I tell you, I love Sister Bonnie. Amen. But this widow here, Brother Ed, she's crying. Her husband's dead. He was a godly man. And there are many crying widows out there. They need us to visit them. Amen. They need to know 
Somebody still cares about them. Amen. Amen. I told you I was over at Bonnie's and uh, Brenda, not Brenda Goss, but Brenda, another Brenda, showed up. She done been married, I think, three times. She said, I'm done with that marriage stuff. But uh, she's caretaker. She's taking care of a man, a woman that's 105 years old. And I said, I want to go meet this girl. And you know, I want to shake her hand. She surprised me. I wasn't expecting her to be there. Called her. Hey, she's full of life. Hey, she looked at me smiling. Oh, Lord, amen. Hey, we can fellowship. Boy, I tell you, I told Brenda, I said, if I was you, I'd get a recorder, a notebook, or something. I could get up. She was born in 1918. I'd get all the wisdom that I could get out of her. All of them, you know, I got some wisdom from my grandmother before she passed away. I went down there one day. I wish I'd done it more than once. I went down there. I said, Mama May, I said, you care to share with me some of your wisdom? My, my grandmother was May Gunnels. My grandfather was Edgar Gunnels. They owned Gunnels Grocery over on Oak Street, right there where Lowe's is now. You know, that, that land that got sold from me, put all that shopping center in there. My grandfather, he had a hog lot right there, amen? Before they put the bypass in, all of the stores down there, it's just how the way it works, you know? Yeah. But anyway, my grandmother, I said, Mom, they said me some of your wisdom. I'll share some of it with you. She said, I drink. A teaspoon of apple cider, apple cider vinegar every day to keep my arteries cleaned out. She cooked the lard. She cut her ham, sausage. She canned sausages. Hey, she spared nothing when we come to eating. And I tell you, I love to sit at her table, but she put it out there. She said, I drink a spoonful of apple cider vinegar every day just to keep my arteries cleaned out. I called Brother Donnie Houston. He's a member of my church. Called him on my way up here tonight. He couldn't get his breath last night. I first thought he was having a problem with asthma, but I realize now he's got the symptoms of what they call congestive heart failure. A lot of the flesh is in the blood. If your blood don't circulate, you ain't going to go too far. I'll tell you that right now. That's right. Amen. But he's having trouble getting his breath. He's waking up at night. Struggling to get his breath. I told him on the way up there. Go to the house to get you some apple cider vinegar. And if he didn't, I'll do his film. And I'll tell him he shouldn't listen to me, man. But they bleed the arteries out. My grandmother also told me she take canned cherries. It'll take care of gout. I went up there my uncle, Brother Dean Wade, up in Louisville. He's a deacon in church up there in Louisville. He, he looked like Adam. His, his legs was out to here. He couldn't hardly walk. It's so big. I said, Uncle Benny, my grandma, she said, I need you some canned cherries. He did. His legs looked like mine in about two months. <laughs> yeah. You see that wisdom cries out. No man regards. Yeah, that's right. Goes to the grave. No tell how much wisdom we can. Benefit from the chimney grave. Amen. All right, I'll try not to chase no rabbits tonight. I have to admit the liberty. Uh, it does get the best of me up here. But uh, our widows, they need a visit from someone that cares about them. She's crying. And not only that, she's poor. The creditors are coming to take her two sons. You know, Jesus rebuked those scribes and Pharisees. Because they devoured widows' houses there in Matthew chapter 23, 
verse number 14. And you know, there was a widow one day. They was all going up there and pouring their money in, you know. Clink, 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 clink. And she come up there, just so you'll know here. Hold on a minute here. I bought these. She put two of them in there. Yeah. That's a mic. They don't they don't make a lot of racket. That plastic makes more racket than me, right? Lord notice those two mites she put in there. And the Lord said she's given more than them all. Yeah. They gave out their abundance. She gave all she had. That's size your little fingernail. That's what these are, widow mites. I bought these off a guy bone. I said, I gotta have two of them. Amen. Might need them for illustration purpose. Amen. But uh, the Lord noticed that widow putting in those two mites. He'll notice you if you're with him. He said he's a God to the widows, to the fatherless. Amen. The creditors are coming. Then, uh, you know, you ought to take up, like I said, a widow ministry. You ought to take some young people with you when you do go. They need to see what you see. Don't, don't try to shield young people. Try to give them advice as much as you can. We get the young people to take up our offering. We get them to sing over there. Uh, bring the young people in. Look, they're not going to be perfect. And I'll tell you what, the Lord sent out a mouth of babies of perfected grace. Let them come up there. Jesus loves me, this I know. Let them sing. I'm telling you, for the Bible tells me so I can't sing before they can. Yeah. Then little ones come up there about five of them, readers got them there, and man, here they are. Here, and you know what? They, they might be a little bashful, a little shy, but she gets them going. It's a beautiful thing to see them little ones that are singing. Yeah. Take you some young people when you visit them with us. They need to go there. They need to see that. They need to understand. That these widows need some love. They need somebody to visit. They need somebody to care to. Amen. I'm telling you, you ought to have a winter ministry. If you do, I'll tell you, you'll get blessed and you'll be a blessing too. Amen. Elijah asked her, What do you got there in verse number two? She said, I have nothing but a pot of oil. Now, boy, they make big money out of oil nowadays, but it wasn't like it back then. You read your Bible, you'll find out your Bible said there's treasure in the sand. They finally figured out that meant drill, baby, drill. And then uh, I was talking to Donnie about the price of gas. I said, hey, something. It was 25 cents a gallon. That it's 66. GTO, 389, 4 feet in the floor. We stopped down there at the filling station, take our lunch money, fill it up, go skip school. We go to Mammoth too. Act like a bunch of idiots, amen. And they all get caught, but I had some of them that were a little old me, I didn't want them to get caught. They said, we're going to skip school. I said, go on, ain't good. They didn't want to get caught. But when I went with them, somehow we didn't get caught. I, I wish I hadn't done it. That's just, the Bible says, mischief bound up in the heart of the child that rides correction and died far from him. And they didn't get a big enough ride, I reckon, but they did whoop me many times. But uh, she said, I got nothing but a pot of oil. Let me say this, nothing plus God's all you need in this world. Amen. If you really believe that, you'd have everything you need right now. Whenever, when they were going into Jericho, God told them not to take nothing. It was cursed. 
Achan went in there and he saw that Babylonian garment. He saw that wedge of gold. He saw them pieces of silver. And even though it was cursed, he took it home, put it in his tent. Oh, why not? Except God. They went out of this Ai and got their tail whipped. Joshua down there crying out to God, Lord, Israel beat down for the demons said, shut up and get up and send the camp. When it all came to pass, they found out it was a cash lots that it was aching. Joshua said, son, tell the truth. He said, I saw those garments. I saw that wedge of gold. I saw that, that piece of silver. And I took them there in my tent. They went and got them. They took Achan out and his family out. All that they had stoned them. Don't bring a curse in your home. Amen. Like I said, nothing bless God's all you need. She didn't have nothing. But she had all she needed. You know, God told Joshua how to have success. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Still true today too. Here's what he said. Keep the book. Do what it says. And you'll be prosperous. And you'll have success. The word of God has not changed. Amen. Amen. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Keep the book. Now, Brother Rick, this gets in our territory right here. Elijah told her to go borrow vessels, verse 3, of her neighbors, all of her neighbors. You know, you got some neighbors you don't want to visit. He said, go borrow vessels, not a few. Now, you know how bad this are. I got one. They should have got three tractor trailer truck loads, you know what I mean? But anyway, they went out and got them empty vessels. But Rick, she brought them empty vessels in her house. There's a lot of empty vessels out there. Amen. Yeah. yeah. We need to bring them to the house of God and get them filled. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Empty vessels. It's got more than one meaning there. It was a means of supplying her need. But I'll tell you what, also tells the great truth, there's a lot of empty vessels out there. You can, you can, you can bring them if you want to. You can find them if you want to. And I'll tell you what, they can be filled with your time. Amen. Amen. Empty vessels. He said three words. Look at this. Not a few. You see them last three words of chapter, verse 3? Now he's hitting there and she ain't on board. So there are a lot of empty vessels out there. And she brought those that they went and gathered. She brought them home with her there. Verse number 3. Amen. Verse 4. When thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and pour out into all those vessels which thou hast Set aside that which is full. If you do get an empty vessel, don't leave it empty. I remember, you know, our family lost. <laughs> and I told you, it's hard to talk to your family about God. You can talk to a stranger and they'll listen. Man, they'll be interested. They might not do nothing, but they'll listen. Yeah. My father-in-law, we was going to go fishing one day and he's lost and he's pretty uh, well, it was pretty stern, wasn't real open, but uh, he's going, man, driving, we got the boat behind us, we're going down the hill at the state dock there to the boat ramp, 
And I said, Casey, did you ever? And he stopped me right there. He said, I don't want to hear another word. He said, if you want to go fishing, or go fishing, if you want to talk, take me back home. I didn't like it. I will tell you this, what you got? So I, I didn't say no more. I just prayed for it. Amen. That night, he asked his wife. He said, you saved? She said, Lord, yes. I'd be afraid to close my eyes if I wasn't saved. She slept like a baby. And he slept up like an owl all that long. Boy, I like what my mother-in-law said. She said, Lord, yes. I'd be afraid to close my eyes if I wasn't saved. Boy, you think that's the wrong person. That register's quite a bit on Richard's head. Amen. My wife's brother, youngest brother, Garrett, came to our house to spend the night. And he's already anticipating an encounter. <laughs> I said, Garrett, you ought to get saved, buddy. He said, I want to go to hell. That's a dumb thing for somebody to say, especially to me. He actually said this in our kitchen. He said, I want to go to hell. I said, is that right? He said, yeah, I want to go to hell. I said, you don't mind proving that to you? He said, yeah, I'll prove it. What did he do? I want to turn the kitchen range on high. He got a good share of red. I said, just lay your face on that burner right there. And you can prove to me you want to go to hell. He put it right there. Fell down right in front of the kitchen stove. That's God to forgive him. That's God to save him. Reality, that red coal. Yeah. Richard in his mind of how dumb the statement that he made. He that wears souls as wives. Like I said, they ain't all open, but you can try. Those empty vessels, don't leave them empty, amen. In this case right here, we're doing a twofold meaning here. But he told her, go borrow vessels, not a few, amen. She brought them home with her. She shut the door. Buddy, she poured out. You know, I'll tell you what, I like to shut the door and pour out. I do a lot. I was in our bedroom one time with the door shut. I was in there pouring out Brother Ed. I mean, Brother Rick was praying. My daughter opened the door. Yeah. And she eased it back shut. My oldest daughter, and then she opened the door up. She come there and looked down right beside me. I just pulled her up her next to me. She was weeping. I just kept on praying. I like pour out. Yeah. Do a lot of praying. And that little son, that little granddaughter, I was in there pulling out one time, she opened the door, and she kind of eased back out, and then she came in, and I pulled her up to me, and just kept right on praying. Don't stop pouring out. That little son come to me, Brother Rick, and I, I ain't sharp as knife in the drawer. She come to me, Brother Rick, she said, I've got a friend that's cutting her wrist. She said, that ain't right, is it, Pop? I said, no, honey, that ain't right. She said, will you pray for her, Pop? She doesn't see her Pop praying. She said, will you pray for her? Now I'm done. So being done, you know what I said? I said, let's both go pray for her. Amen. We're back there, and I don't know that it's her that's cutting her wrist. I don't know it. We go down there, and I said, dear Lord, you know more about this little girl than we do. Lord, she needs some help. She's bawling her eyes out. I said, Lord, would you help her realize how much you love her? That you don't want her cutting her wrist? You want her to go to church and learn about you and learn about your love and your forgiveness? Yeah. She's bawling her eyes out. I don't even know what's going on. We'll find out later on. It was her. Anxiety was getting to her. Yeah. 
You may not even know what you're praying about. That's right. You'll be praying some God brings somebody to your mind. Pour out. Amen. There's a need there. Amen. Amen. She shut the door and she poured out, buddy. Jesus said Luke chapter 18, verse 1. He would. And all men everywhere. Might pray and faint not, but all we do is faint, seldom ever pray. Yeah, God wants us to pray. Paul said there in the first book of Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. Everything. Be careful for nothing. Everything about prayer and thanksgiving. Right. You know, if a child of God every day would be thanksgiving. I think we've got so much to be thankful for. But don't neglect that matter of prayer. There's such a great need right now. We meet the men, we back there in the back. There's so much to pray for. And you know, we, we know we're all looking at this situation. It's it's a trembling cup. What's going on right now? And it merits our most earnest prayer. I'm telling you, when this thing, when it finally does set off, when I'm telling you, when the flame of smoke goes up, when you see how bad this thing's going to get, you're going to find it's going to be really easy to go inside. Close the door and pray. Yeah, that's right. We was at our house one time, Brother Rick. Storm was beating down on our house pretty hard. I was kind of trying to ignore it, you know. Finally, I realized, well, I better get back there to our bedroom and do some praying. I didn't make it to the bedroom. I had to stop there in the hall. I mean, it was shaking the house. I said, Lord, watch over us. I'm telling you, buddy, he'll give you shelter from the storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah they did buy it on the shadow of the Almighty. I'm telling you, he told Abraham, Genesis 15, verse 1, Fear not! I'm your shield, your exceeding great reward. Yes. I got that blessing of Abraham. You know, Brother Rick, I was always a little jealous that I wasn't a Jew. And I found that, praise God, through Jesus. I'm a seed of Abraham. I'm a spiritual Jew. I got in on it. Here I come behind in nothing. I got in on all that blessings. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Woo! <laughs> and you let that say in right there, that do you some good. I mean, you can shout to a few of these. I mean, God said, Abraham, I'm going to give it all to you. Amen. And you see. Somebody said this. Somebody else's land over there. It's God's land. I'll tell you exactly who it is. He told Abraham, he said, I'm going to give it to you and your seed from this generation forever. I'll tell you whose land it is over there. God gave it his to give. He gave it to him. Amen. <clears throat> she shut the door, Brother Ed. She poured out. Well, to God, we do that too. Amen. Then <clears throat> she went to the man of God and said, I did what you told me. You know, the Bible says it's not to hear but the doer that's blessed there in James chapter 1 verse 25 you know we hear it but we don't do it yeah, right. you'd be better off to be a hearer and a doer amen. yes amen bless you sister Baptist churches are the worst too I don't know if it goes in one ear out the other or what but uh, we, we hear pretty good we don't do too good but the Bible says, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves there in James chapter 1, verse 22. And then Elijah told her, you know, she's done what he said. <clears throat> she's got all this oil. She asked him what to do. You know how we are? We just take off running. We wouldn't even go to the man of God. She'd come to the man of God. You know, Jesus, there's a, Oh, 
I can remember it's nine or ten weapons, but they come by, Lord. Uh, they'll be willing. I can claim this. He said, go show yourself to the priest. As he's running, they notice this flame, and all of them, the ones that's bad, just kept running, but one of them smearing came back, gave him glory and praise. Yeah. Thank you, said, whether not nine twins work, no, whether it's not ten works or nine, that's right. it, thank you. My, my brain ain't sharp, I'll just tell you right now. Yeah. Work with what I got to work with, amen. Yeah. What about ten twins were the nine? Lord spoke to me. Donnie, he says, Lord, don't speak to him. Every now and then he will. 
He told me to give this $400 bill. I wasn't on board with that. I'll tell you right now, I'm a Baptist. He got quiet in my truck. That's unusual, Brother Eddie. I mean, I, I had the best of them on the ground. I never said a word for about 50 miles. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not on board with this. I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, I don't even know this guy. Yeah. God told me to give him a $100 bill, and I, I'm just struggling. I, I do every now. I'll struggle with that. I didn't have a problem giving my granddaughter that 50. I'm struggling with this. But anyway, got up there, delivered to the town. And I told him, I said, Steve, I was going to give you a $20 bill, but the Lord's been told me to give you 100 but I won't have a word of prayer with you. He bawled his eyes out on there. I said, you get your bus ticket, you need to get home to your family, got a wife, got kids. I said, well, I have a word of prayer with you before I let you out. I got the windows down on my truck, you know, and we're on the right side there by that red light there in Elizabeth Town. And I'm saying, Lord, I, I tried to help this young man. I gave him something to eat. I gave him something to drink. I gave him a ride. Lord, you told me to give him a hundred. I gave him a hundred. Bless him. Get him home safe. Help him, Lord. I pray, Lord, he'd get in the house of God. Be a blessing. Get done. I look, and I got blue lights behind me. So I look up. I mean, there's blue lights behind me. That ain't good. I look at the driver's door. There's a policeman got a gun. I said, easy, officer. I'm just having one prayer with this man. Just trying to help him get home. He said, prayer? I thought you was being good. I said, no, sir, no, sir. Just trying to help this boy. These policemen don't know. He's just doing his job. I'm doing my job, too. Steve got that car balling his eyes out. Now I got back in that truck. God started talking to me again. He said, you think Steve would remember that if you gave him a 20? He said, he'd remember that, honey. Amen. I went up and picked up that flint. I've got people that buy rock off me. He's all I haven't seen a lot of bail. I see him in the rocks. I made $137,000 to sell the rocks. I mean, don't knock him. We bugged him. My wife, back when she had her mobility, she was spending money faster than government. But I'll tell you right now, God is listening in that category. I go up there and there's flint everywhere. It's like God went ahead of me, had both on purpose. There's flint everywhere. I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Here's the best part about it. On my way home from Indiana, phone run. Phone run. It's Paul Sturgeon. Hey, Gary Flint? Yeah, let's fix some up. He said, good. I want $100 worth. Me and him up with the McDonald's. I said, Lord, why didn't you tell me this one bar? I can't hold on. That's a true story. And it goes along with about a hundred more just like that. Whatever God tells you to do, you do well to do it. Amen. Amen. That's true. And if you don't, you might find out later why God told you to do that. Then you have to live with it. You see, God sees all of the pictures. The Bible says we see in part, we know in part. He sees it all. He knows that hurt. He knows that fear. He knows that doubt. You know, I appreciate that guy had my unbelief. He knows about that. He can help you with it. You can help others if you do what God tells you to do. Father, we thank you, Lord. Again, for meeting with us like you do, Lord, it's been such a 
good service here. Good place to be. Lord, you know the needs, you know the hearts. I just shared a little bit what you've done. Lord, you do all things well. You met the needs of this widow woman, Lord. So easy, Lord, for you to meet her need. So easy for you, Lord, to meet our need. Matter of fact, your word says you supply all of our need as your riches and glory. Lord, it all belongs to you, all the silver's yours, gold's yours, cattle on the thousand, hills yours, potatoes in the hills, it's all yours. You give it whoever you want. Lord, help us to be sure to give you the praise and the glory for it all. Help us to be doers, not hearers only. The Savior all says, Help us, Lord, I pray to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit. Help us to have hear, Lord, for your voice, that still small voice. Help us, Lord, I pray to be able to discern that it's you, I pray. Lord, may we be that one that you could count on, that, Lord, you could use. Lord, that you could send us, Lord, to that need. And we do what you, what you tell us to do. We do that which needs to be done. And we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we ask you. Amen. All right, Brother Rick. I'll turn it over to you, brother. I told you I'm just a messenger boy. We just deliver the message. The other one's got to do something with it, amen.